0: Oh, uh any New Year's resolutions for 2022? Find a different podcast cuz this one's not cut it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you know, it's just uh I wish the best for everything for next year, especially with content creation and and career-wise and um I wish the same for you. I mean, what do you what do you have?
0: Um get people's names right that's something we can and i know i'm gonna fuck that up on the first day because i'm gonna write january 2021 (laughs) instead of 2022 yeah isn't that something no
1: i likewise no same
0: but um no i think uh i'm not really like a resolution kind of guy because i i never really follow up with things i just i like to have new experiences and just uh i appreciate with whatever the new year brings um but yeah i I definitely uh think um this past year uh was very uh insightful so uh i i hope with you know i hope the pandemic continues to uh decrease in escalation um but i i think next year is going to be very exciting i agree for a lot of uh content and entertainment um yeah, there's just so much and then hopefully we uh, we get a following next year. Uh, <laughs> uh I doubt it. We're going to have to fucking sell masks on Etsy to make a living. But
1: <laughs> we should. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, I, I really do hope. It's it's a struggle kind of, but uh, I think it's 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 great to see a whole playlist full of videos that we've done. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah.
0: And, and I just want to say um real quick before to anybody who's listening to this episode, um we just I want to say thank you. To uh, all our listeners, um, whether you're new or you've been following us since day one, um, because, uh, it's, you know, without you guys, we really don't have a platform. Um, so we just like I mean, we I love talking with my, my co-host. Uh, we, you know, we've been talking since high school about like stuff we like. But, you know, we, we appreciate you guys for really like coming through and, and sharing our content. So this episode is dedicated to the fans. Um, but that's that's my my two cents. Absolutely.
1: Thank you guys so much. Um, You know, any support you can give us really helps us a lot. And we promise to get better and better over time. And we can't do that with your help, you know. Um, And we hope that we could get a following, not as like to gain clout, but just to have more friends. Right. And getting on a conversation of our inside jokes and whatnot, I think that that's something that's really beautiful. It's, it's hard
0: to laugh at our, our own inside jokes all the time. Guys.
1: We can't tell you every inside <laughs> joke because it's not too nice, but maybe one day, you know, but thank you so much. Uh, I it's really sad when we it. have to
0: make memes of ourselves. I wish other people could do it. Oh, like
1: yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> well, maybe one day, you know, maybe one day one you could day. you could come into the Lunch Table podcast family. So, uh, again, one this day. one's dedicated to you.
0: Yeah, and make sure to subscribe to our OnlyFans next year. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Lunch Table Podcast with Dylan and Akram, your podcast for what's happening in the world of entertainment and pop culture. Uh, I hope you guys have had a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays uh, and a Happy New Year to you all. Uh, Today's episode, we're trying to do something, something special for the new year so we are doing a reflections episode looking back on uh, our favorite moments of 2021. I didn't fuck it up of my shirt. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, Akram, uh, 2021 brought a lot of uh, exciting new things to the world of entertainment. Um, I would say uh, this year was very uh, experimental. We saw a lot of you know unique uh things in television gaming and and movies obviously um but what uh what was your takeaways from 2021? For sure. I
1: think it was extremely experimental. And I also think it has to do with a lot of the, you know, imaginative creators, such as I know a lot of people dog on Zack Snyder. But like even what happened with, uh, you know, the the Justice League on HBO Max. Right. That that never happened before. Right. And so we finally got that. And it's really because of the fans. And I feel like a lot more voices are being heard, even if it sounds like it's not true. In a way, it kind of is true that like people are listening. Some some people up there and corporate are, are listening. And so like we got the new Justice League and then for example, Zack Snyder, Netflix invited him over to do Army of the Dead and he's trying to make a franchise, even if those aren't that good. It's definitely a year for creators, I believe, and a lot for culture as we see in Shang-Chi and a lot of more people are realizing that, right? And so I'm glad that we get to get to that level of uh, creativity that where it it combines the lines of, of, you know, just what you feel in your heart, what you want to create and also about culture. Um, So yeah, this, this year has been unique for entertainment, also game wise, um, also novel wise, anything under the huge umbrella of entertainment. Um, So yeah, I can't wait for 2022. I think it's going to escalate to a new height and I, and I, I'm hoping it's going to be better um, than it is now, even if now I think it's really good great points
0: yeah uh it was i mean with even with the pandemic happening i do believe there was a great a great push for a lot of uh content creators um uh yeah it was, it was like i said it was very experimental experimental in the way that like some things were made like uh like like squid game like you know push like what could a horror genre could be could it be like live action could it be like almost like comedic in style uh animation like just look at like you know we got invincible we got uh blade runner black lotus star wars visions like can you believe that we got an animated an anime version of star wars like who would have thought like 20 years ago but um yeah just like it was a wonderful and like you know like uh, obviously we're gonna talk about the marvel stuff just like you know all the 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 TV series like just like the the visual storytelling like just like from WandaVision and and all these great shows like Witcher and uh, all the things we've talked about in previous episodes like it, it was just it's been a great year just for like acting and bringing a lot of uh old blood and new blood together um as we've seen like with Spider-Man No Way Home and um just like all these 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 great movies that have just like found a way to incorporate um old actors into like new storytelling um and just like a revitalization i would say of uh of a lot of old franchises like uh saints of newark we got the ghostbusters remake fast nine the matrix i mean and even halloween kills like who would have thought like you know we got another sequel so uh it's 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 an amazing time right now i would say for the franchise but uh what are your thoughts on it
1: oh yeah for sure i think it's it's so weird how like and, and even like Couple of years ago, too. It's just it's just ramping up this type of like thing where like they're bringing up like old franchises or like old actors back into the mix. Um, uh, we have later on for 2022 we have uh the new Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones five, Harrison oh, Ford. i totally he's finally, about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's even coming back. I mean, there's there's it's it's crazy. And animation like Arcane, I think they won an award. It's like the animation for that is is insane. Um, I'm glad because we're also introducing uh the younger generations uh into these mediums that we love, right? And that and, and it only makes it it, it kind of makes it like this this thing that lasts forever, right? Like Star Wars or like or whatever, even like a mop movie. Like who knows if they'll gonna do another thing for Sopranos, maybe one day or something like that. Um yeah, I think it's so unique of an experience that this has happened. And also, which is funny too, because anyway, you know, you kind of you make uh what do you say when you hand it lemons you you get you know you make lemonade with it um like streaming services right with the pandemic you know they're taking advantage and so now like all like disney plus hbo max like all these things they're making bank uh just because of the pandemic like it's, it's funny it's almost like you know people on etsy making masks right it's like they're making so much money and that's kind of like the same thing it, it, it's, it's
0: capitalization
1: Capitalization and has also taken advantage of of a disadvantage too. Um, it could be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but for the most part, I think it's uh, some of them are smart moves. But um, yeah.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, uh, it's uh. I was gonna mention that like streaming. I think is the way to go for the future. Um, you mentioned like uh, Disney Plus, of course, and HBO Max. Uh, I, I think even Netflix. Like, uh, they they're trying to stay afloat right now um i mean they still have a lot of great original content but they are you know they're trying to compete with all these newer platforms like paramount plus and uh everybody everybody's going to shtick now i guess but um yeah i really feel like uh with the pandemic still prevalent i think streaming is definitely going to evolve um and you know we've we've talked about uh you know like gaming you know, like netflix is apparently having their own uh gaming service so i wonder where that's going to go like um, if if things are going to be like more available online now as opposed like i wonder what's gonna happen like with gamestop or like you know all these like uh just like location stores like is it gonna be a dark future for them or are they gonna also capitalize on it um but what are your thoughts uh on what uh let's let's just let's uh go into the like, what do you think for like gaming gonna be in 2022
1: well i think games are becoming more ambitious i think also with just the storytelling it's not even about technology it's like just storytelling and what the developers really want to uh you know convey in certain stories. Like a lot of people were dogging on like what 2019's The Last of Us. I think it came out 2019, The Last of Us Part Two, right? But it has like different narratology that I haven't seen in other games before. And like there's you know, tech, tech wise, you know, like, for example, Ratchet and Clank was amazing what they could do with Next Generation or Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales. Right. Um, it's a combination of, you know, it's funny now games are becoming more seamless and like transitions from scene to scene just to load in certain levels. And uh, I think that it's kind of blurring the lines between film and uh, just video games in general. And oh, I think that's great quality.
0: Yeah, yeah it's great. Say. It's great. What do you think? and the the technology is there i mean uh, how many times we have we talked about unreal engine It's just like the push for graphic quality is just becoming so standard now um and it's it's really beautiful like what these studios have been able to accomplish just like in the past year alone um just like even like just from playstation exclusive to like you know smaller uh studios but um uh, i can't wait to see what next year brings i think it's going to be it's going to be a high competition i would say especially with the arrival of new consoles um but uh i i'm definitely i'm excited to see what uh gaming presents for next year um but let's uh let's move into like what was our favorite moments of uh 2021 so um what looking back uh did you have any favorite uh series movies games uh talk about um what interests you the most this year
1: Succession, Dylan. You should watch Succession. I love Succession. Logs off.
0: <laughs> I will still watch. It. Look, guys, watch
1: Succession. It's one of like TV's best shows out there. Um, I'm gonna on-
0: get to it. Don't worry. HBO After Max. I finish yeah. Chappie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so relevant, right? Um, just talking about corpos and stuff like that. It's so relevant. Um, yeah, Succession. I think it's one of those shows where it's not so ingrained into the pop culture. It's more of its own entity. I think it's you know if you really like a, it's satire, but it's also everything in between comedy. Um, tragedy um, the right the writing team for that is amazing I, I think that's one of my favorites I just finished season three um, you know which is funny that I mentioned I bet you guys didn't think that I'll mention succession but yeah that's that's probably one of my highlights because it's so like it's just one of my favorite shows of all time um, yeah what, what do you what, what is yours
0: <laughs> Um, there's a lot of ground to cover for my favorites. There was just so much great quality this year. Um, obviously recently it had like Spider-Man No Way Home took the cake for me. It's just, uh, that was the movie of the year for me. But other than that, uh, I would say, uh, Shang-Chi made a great presence this year. Um, great turnout from the fans. Uh, I'm so excited to see, uh, the representation of the Asian community. And it was a blockbuster hit. I really enjoyed it. Um, as far as like TV shows, I, I really enjoyed uh falcon and winter soldier Uh, i think that was a really cool show that was one of my favorites uh and loki also um also I, i like some movies like um suicide squad just like blew my mind as far as just like i think like now like i feel like uh it's kind of like a trend now just to do like crossover event movies just to have like so many actors in one movie and then just like seeing where they can push the limits of cinematography but it was awesome um halloween kills was my one of my favorite movies this year uh great um revitalization of the franchise so i can't wait to see where uh halloween ends takes us um i don't know if it's next year or the year after that but uh i'm excited um invincible was a great show uh i really enjoyed the first season i know you did as well i know you read the comics um so i'm I'm excited to see where season two takes us um Even like uh, smaller shows, like uh, we got Yasuke, the anime from uh, Netflix about the uh, first Black Samurai. Uh, Like it was it had mixed reviews, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Also, Dota 2 or no, no, I'm sorry, uh, Dota, the uh, animated series from Netflix. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, the storytelling from that. And uh, Castlevania season uh, four just ended this year. Um, But apparently there's going to be a spinoff series. Um, I think it's going to be like more based on the games. But uh, I, I love that show as far like a great great year for animation, like I said. Um uh but let's see like as far as like things that didn't really work for me this year. Uh Black Widow, I feel like wasn't super great. Um, I don't know. And I just I'm not just thinking about like the controversial stuff with the uh, Scarlet Dragons, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. But um I don't know, just didn't really hit for me this year. Um what else? Snake Eyes. Uh, the G.I. Joe spinoff uh it was all right I, it's like when you read it, it, a lot of things confused me um in that movie so and, uh, and I think they did a storm shadow dirty in the end of that uh there's another movie hold up I oh Venom Let There Be Carnage um the second the sequel to Venom Lethal Protector uh wasn't a great movie honestly it was only great for the end credit scene Um, Some people will say differently, but I don't know. It it kind of flopped for me. And then Cowboy Bebop was the biggest letdown for me this year as far as uh, TV shows. Um, But how about you? Did you have anything that you felt like didn't really make a good presence this year?
1: Well, bitch, I do not know you are gonna go on a tangent about all the things you like. I just a succession. I thought we were going back and forth. Well, let me. Well, all right, I'll, start, I'll start. All right. With well, let's start
0: with the, what you like. No, one. no.
1: I'll start with the flops because I, me and you, kind of have the same taste, and I agree. I, I think that Cowboy Bebop. Well, at least for me, because I'm like virgin eyes with like certain animes, right? So Cowboy Bebop was like, I thought it was subpar. Um, we, you know, you guys can see our review for that as well. Um, but yeah, that uh, Netflix is really hit or miss. Like Jupiter's Legacy. Um, that's, you know, a comic book adaptation, they have, uh, uh, actually they have right now, uh, anime, uh, spinoff right there too on Netflix that you could check out, uh, which is weird that they canceled Jupiter's Legacy and then all of a sudden went right straight into like an anime spinoff, but that was kind of a letdown, uh, seemed kind of weird pacing wise, I'd say. Um, yeah and like Black Widow of course uh, we have like a shitty review on that as well um, that...
0: big body ass
1: oh yeah <laughs> you know certain choices uh, with Black Widow I thought was like kind of disappointing especially like her last film ever um, but I feel like a lot of Disney Plus shows had like a lot of hits as well. Um, I can't really comment on certain shows that aren't like Marvel or Star Wars related. And I think that might be a problem, too, because why not just make other shows on Disney Plus that's really, uh, you know, start your own cult following. I don't know if it's kind of hard to do, but, uh, you know, I, I'd say that um, game wise, I think that a lot of them I usually like if you guys don't know, I usually try to collect like um like most of the blockbuster games, that could either be a good thing or a bad thing. I think uh, just the, how the industry is for gaming too. I think that there's like this trend where like we have to make everything a battle royale, and that could be a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, Warzone's doing really well. Um, each rendition of Call of Duty, you know, we have Vanguard that just came out recently, but I'm not really a multiplayer person either, you know, and that's okay. I mean, there's a lot of things that tries to cater towards single player games, um, but, you know, sometimes they mix it up kind of like Deathloop, which was one of my favorites of the year. I think the Deathloop was awesome and I thought it was so like unique of an experience as well um but they have multiplayer in that i don't know if anybody really plays that but they do have multiplayer in that i mean you have games like doom i forgot if doom 2 came out oh doom eternal i think it came out in 2021 um that I was
0: like yeah i think it came out in
1: that was yeah. that was a hit that was cool i mean it's just so cool how like they could reinvent certain you know franchises in a way and like mm-hmm. like just up and up it um but like again with the flops i i don't know i'm really like i'm not biased but like after watching something i am like kind of like naive like thinking like oh yeah that was really good but then later on i'm like i I don't know Mm -hmm. um but like here's the thing too i don't really if i know something's probably going to be bad i just usually don't play it but like there's like certain hidden gems as well like hot wheels for gaming right i thought that was really cool i played that that was so super fun hot wheels unleashed um and more flops i'm just looking i have like a stack of things but battlefield everybody <laughs> hates battlefield i played it uh multiplayer only I, I wish there was a campaign i'm like one of those weirdos that play like call of duty or battlefield just for the campaign uh but that was a flop um uh, apparently uh, a lot of tech issues right now when they try to start up their new thing with portal that kind of like mimics warzone but in a more customization way i don't know um you guys let me know in the comments if you make it to this part of the video. Probably you won't, but we'll see. But uh that's okay. <laughs> uh I'd say also Guardians of the Galaxy, the game. Yes. Holy shit, that was I my know, favorite. You're a big-
0: Player, of that yeah,
1: so good of an experience. Uh, and also, what's funny is Marvel's Avengers. Uh, Marvel's Avengers was ass when it started; still is ass, and they're trying, right? But I think it's just it's a lot of the corporate side getting involved. But it's so refreshing to see something like Guardians of the Galaxy to give us the experience that we did want, and I didn't expect to.
0: Guardians have that. Avengers balances all things should be. <laughs>
1: that's 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 what it is. It's so good, but yeah, those. It's hard to say which. Favorites I have because you know, in the entertainment industry, I really love everything. Even if it's kind of shitty, I kind of give it a benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt because it's just so cool, you know. And so, and and that's what we were talking about earlier. So many people are bringing up things or like having team-ups, right? Like in Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, so yeah, for flopwise, uh, there's a lot of hit or misses but um I'm, i guess i'm kind of biased i don't know how about oh well why the last man also another flop that i think that that it's a shame that they kind of like redid or reimagined a story on hulu but um yeah
0: that's that's were there any movies that they dis- disappointed you or shows you didn't really care for
1: I any from my
0: list <laughs> i mean obviously black widow is one of them
1: it's hard to say. Um, I think Army of Thieves uh, kind of was like a miss to me. Um, that that was like the sequel to Army of the Dead. I know you haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like a miss. Even though Army of the Dead was kind of like mediocre. There's a popcorn there.
0: series. Obviously.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of the Netflix shows actually are like hit or miss. That's why I'm not a big fan of Netflix. I usually like more prime video. Um. I think that. Yeah, I don't know. It's really hard to say because I'm like i i don't really watch like a lot of like things that if, if the first episode if i know in the first episode i'm not really like into it or i know or i know something's mm-hmm. like off i kind of just leave it didn't um,
0: um kong and godzilla come out this year
1: it did i forgot about I that forgot i forgot to uh, add
0: that to my flops <laughs> i was like none of the- <laughs> it wasn't that
1: good but surely it was epic and that was the whole point. I think that it was that, ass. It was, but it was epic, <laughs> right? That was like one of those things where, like, you don't care if it's ass, but like, it's just so epic mm-hmm. to see Kong fight uh, Mecha Godzilla. It was,
0: it was overhyped for what it was, honestly. I think they were just like, like I said, I think everybody now is just trying to build a franchise. Remember, we still had that weird ass fucking mummy franchise that never got off its feet. Um, so I think everybody's just trying to like start their own MCU, but it's hit or miss like you said like some things are good some things are bad um it just depends on on quality um for games i would say uh cyberpunk was definitely a letdown this year for or did it come out last in 2021 see that's so funny because i
1: actually disagree with everyone even if it's not what it's supposed to be i actually because i platinum that game it is a letdown but it's the technical difficulties that made it a letdown
0: yeah i i feel bad because they could have expanded on more i don't know if they're still working on the servers now um but i i think it it could have been a lot more than than what and i I think that's also a lesson for a lot of uh developers uh into the next coming year um just take your time and just let it you know settle and get get all the hinges right um before release date so it's, it's 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 it it will be you know fans are impatient i get that um we're always foaming at the mouth for the next uh big release date but uh it's it's gonna be more disappointing if you put shit out that doesn't really like work properly (laughs) i mean how many like i could say that for our own podcast how many fucking shit we put out um so yeah let shit like sit in the oven for a while and then uh let it bake but uh genshin impact was uh, one of my favorite games i know you're, you're probably looking. well tell at us it about and, that No, that's interesting tell us about that no genshin like was one, one of my favorite games it's, it's like one of those games that i i didn't even like think about until i started playing it and then just like uh it's it's got a, a huge community now which i'm really like i don't know i don't know i might actually leave now because it's grown so big uh but no 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 um i, I like that uh i can be able to talk about it with uh, a lot of friends that i know and uh just like hop on like there's like this i would say the camp like the story like the single player story is very intricate it's it's very lore intensive um i would say like even people who aren't anime fans like just it's just the style but honestly the story is very uh it's very deep and um there's just so much behind there's so much to do in it. it's it's like it's it's a lot like uh, i would say breath of the wild too which we have a sequel coming out for uh very soon um yeah Genshin was definitely uh deserved the awards that it got this year so uh we got more expansion coming for that game um in the coming months I know we got some new characters this month that just released um but I'm excited um but let's talk about MCU this year what uh what a year for Marvel uh (laughs) and and DC too you could say like with Suicide Squad and uh I forgot was there any DC movies that came out this year the Harley Quinn come Lef- Lef- I no <laughs> you know? no that, man,
1: that came out like in 2019. I think really oh, the 29. main the main thing was uh the future, obviously 2022. but I think Justice League just the remaster or oh, remaster, yeah, the right. re, re I don't know what it was, just the you know, the Snyder cut, whatever it was. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. What a woman uh, 80, 1984, I think, or some shit like that, which wasn't that good, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, this was definitely Marvel's year. Even if uh, a lot of, well, I mean, obviously the big takeaways this year in the, if you want to talk about the main Avengers uh, timeline, it was obviously Shang-Chi and uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, but, I mean, even like, you know, we had Eternals too. It was all right, I guess. Uh, but it still made a deep impact into the story so obviously i think they're building to another like infinity saga kind of thing but we're going into the multiverse now and that's that's one thing that 2021 really accomplished was like uh you know i think in phase what was it phase three phase three we kind of just like got everybody we they marvel showed us that they could bring um everybody together right for one event now we've seen that we can bring people from all over from different franchises from different movies different time it doesn't matter at this point we can we can make these big huge event movies and just like we can give the fans what they want and i think that's what marvel's really trying to do is pay attention to the fans and uh really like you know get it go into the history of uh you know silver age golden age and and even the newer comics now so i really appreciate what what marvel's been doing but um what 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 do you what do you feel uh, marvels doing right and wrong this year i think that
1: it's kind of naive to say they're not doing anything wrong i mean you know on the outside it looks like they're doing everything right i mean they're bringing back i mean see what happened was when when that thing happened with Loki, Kevin did say, I call him Kevin like if he's a close friend, but Kevin Feige right. did say, <laughs> like, you know, everything is included in this big universe now because there's multiple timelines. And that's why I always say and I will always say Loki, I think, was one of the most important things that happened for Phase 4. And I think that, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff they do on Disney Plus, too, I feel like it's a lot about... Um, Instead of, you know, because the movies are kind of different, but it's like it, as if it's like a character breakdown of these uh, awesome superheroes, right? Um, like, Loki was very, like... Like, it was all about self-reflection and, like, breaking down that exterior and... Uh, and
0: redemption, too. I and
1: redemption, true. absolutely. And, and, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, was so relevant to the times as well. And uh, WandaVision as well as dealing with grief. Uh, you know, it's just like they're really they're really digging deeper into these themes I feel and for the movies I'd say like with Shang-Chi as well Shang-Chi I think was really deep and fleshed out uh Black Widow was like trying to be but I think it was like it kind of like missed the point um and Eternals the first sex scene that we ever seen um that's that's the legacy for the Eternals it's just <laughs> that <laughs> but uh, you know uh like no but like uh we talked about this before but like it's getting to the point where it's becoming more like the comics which I absolutely love and i think like that's the new trend now give the fans what what we want and is it fan service maybe but sometimes comics are like that as well i mean we just want to geek out on stuff and make it relevant right as we've seen in loki uh doctor strange multiverse madness apparently they reshot it just to have some uh cameos thrown in there that we don't know about right
0: but like look Mm -hmm. at spider man even hawkeye too i mean just having kingpin back yeah
1: yeah, it's just like it's very inclusive to different projects that they worked on, and Hakka, I think, was definitely super important, uh, just because the Kingpin thing. Um, but yeah, I think that the power scaling, like we talked about, it's like everyone's trying to up each other, it's like a little
0: all over the place, all <laughs> over the place.
1: But like, that's how the comics are, like, it's getting to mm. that point. And you know, it's always weird that I mentioned this before. It's like it's so funny. I have like a little niece, and like, she never grew up with like you know, older films like Phase One or something like that, and I, and I, you know. All these characters are being replaced with like different characters, right? Like Hawkeye, uh, you know, whatever, Cap- Captain America. It's so like, I wonder what the future is going to be like. And I wonder, um, will different, you know, multiverse characters kind of move into the main uh, multiverse and like stay there? Um, time will tell. I can't wait. I want to know your thoughts.
0: Yeah, it's Marvel's definitely going into a direction where I feel everyone now is a fan whether you're an avid comic reader or you're just casual and you just want to have a good time uh i feel and the mcu is being very inclusive now and i and i love that uh you know before like when you watched a marvel movie before like like spider-man one or fantastic four or x-men whatever um it was very uh it was a very controlled community and um now i feel like it's it's like everybody is like one big family now and, and speaking of that, I, I also feel like this year was a big theme on family for a lot of these movies. Like we saw that with Black Widow. We saw that with Eternals, WandaVision. Um, I think that's the big mood, And I think I think a lot of those shows, uh, whether it was influenced or not, I would say it was because of um, the pandemic, you know, because we all we all had to reconnect and, you know, really like a. Uh, learn how to be together again as a, as a community. Um, But yeah, I would definitely say for a lot of the comic book readers, uh, this was definitely their year. We got what if, who would have thought, you know, we would have got that, that show. That was just an incredible ride from beginning to end. Um, And just like, you know, Shang-Chi was like a low key character, like years ago. It's like, I mean, we got the Iron Fish show in Defenders, um, but he was kind of like already, already tied with Luke Cage. But, yeah, I mean, Shang-Chi just becoming, like, a number one movie, like, just for that kind of character, that's that's insane, man. But, um, yeah, I'm really excited for Marvel, like, with the direction they were going. I, I really hope, like, every movie from now on just has a high standard. Like, I really want, like, that Spider-Man No Way home level. <laughs> I know it's not realistic, but obviously that was, that was a good, good fucking movie. Oh, my God, if you haven't seen it already, please do, but... Yeah, and then we get, like, you know, Kingpin and then Daredevil back in into the main MCU. I mean, it's just, it's crazy to think about that. It's just, it's kind of surreal, actually. It's like, and, you know, because they could have recasted those characters, you know. I mean, Marvel could do whatever they want at this point. But the fact that they brought, they, Kevin recognized the value in those characters and seeing that they have such uh, a big fan base and a loyal fan base, too. So bringing them back into the the main canon. Um I think uh he didn't really have to do that but you know, it's it's just awesome to see some appreciation for for what's already been done and then bringing it uh now for for future uh generations of Marvel fans. But uh any other any other thoughts you have on it? Yeah, I I
1: think that everyone could tell that we're really excited for the future of Marvel um and it's one of the best franchises i believe i think there's nothing like it we haven't seen anything like it and there's way more movies than there is for star wars star wars you know they branch off into different mediums like you know comics are really prevalent uh, novels are really prevalent and now uh, finally live action is more prevalent right we have the book of boba fett i cannot to do a, i cannot <laughs> i cannot wait to do a review for that um that's going to be really exciting
0: you bitch ass better watch a uh, Bad Batch first. <laughs> Let's not <laughs> mention it.
1: <laughs> I haven't finished it. I'm sorry. I, I have to finish it. It, it. I don't know why I haven't finished it. It's funny because I read all the comics and I read most of the novels. There's so many now that they just keep producing them. Um, but I never watched the Bad Batch, and that's that's shame on me, right? And I'm I call myself a huge Star Wars fan, right? And that's gonna have, that's gonna have season two, I believe. Uh, so in big pudu
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> <And>
1: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's. It's 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 great. It's a great year. Um 2022, I think it's going to hit really hard. I mean, just marketing and wise and like studio, like for example, PlayStation, they're really aggressive with like characters. Like, for example, um, I know a lot of people hate you know, Marvel's Avengers, but like, you know, Spider-Man is uh PlayStation exclusive. That's a really aggressive tactic or even just holding Spider-Man there for uh, exclusive. And that's one of the greatest games now of all time. You know what I mean? I think that for movies, um, they're, they're listening more to the directors and the creatives. And then they have more, uh, they have a larger platform, if you will. And um, they have more freedom to do what they want to do, I think for games as well. I, comics was always there right there in the forefront that they had like a lot of liberties of what they want to do Um, and it's everything's becoming more inclusive Um, sometimes that could seem cheesy sometimes that could seem a little bit fake but like for the most part I think it's really good Uh, yeah I'm super excited for 2022 and I really hope that everything goes well you know worldwide as well with the pandemic and like violence in general but like in terms of entertainment um, I think the sky's the limit so that's that's my thoughts
0: excellent points um yeah Thank just you. going back to the star wars thing uh, yeah, i d- i definitely think well it was very a relaxed year for star wars we did i mean have book of Boba Fett. obviously was the biggest thing that came out um but bad batch i really appreciated what they did with that and it kind of leads into more spinoffs i think i think a lot of these star wars shows now they're just kind of like breeding their own spinoffs now which is really cool so i can't wait for obi-wan kenobi um next year and then we have ahsoka and then all these other great sh- uh series coming out so it's going to be a great year for Star Wars fans as well as Marvel fans. Um and then like animation I'm I'm really excited for. I mean Luca came out this year it was a great movie. Um a lot of great animated movies came out this year and um like the horror genre is and just like exploded this year. I mean uh we I mean we had some hit hit and misses. Uh I mean we had Malignant, we had um I mean Halloween obviously was a phenomenal movie um demonic we also had that uh this year was it this year or i figured it was 2019 but anyway yeah 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 I think it was this um year. and then, like Candyman, they brought that back so is it was, like like i said a lot of bringing back like old uh franchise and just like a lot of directors putting their own twist on it and i'm excited like where to see like james bond in the coming years because uh we finally ended with uh daniel craig's last run with no time to die this year that your bitch ass still hasn't watched it, but <laughs> I have the blu-ray. I, I'm <laughs> planning to watch it, <laughs> but, and he didn't miss much, but, um, yeah, it was all right movie, but, and then I saw the matrix revitalization, uh, this year. So, um, I, I think, you know, the sequels and prequels, uh, trend is just, is growing. Um, I don't know. It, like, I think a lot of these franchises just, you know, for some, it's just like milk, like cash grab but for some it's just like uh an appreciation for the fans so i i hope uh i hope it's more it goes into the latter route and uh they really take care of these you know these characters that people love um but overall i was very i was very impressed with what uh came out this year um it was it was a very struggled time you know with politics and the pandemic and just like so much suffering happening happening in the world but um i'm uh i'm i'm excited to see what next year brings us um and and this podcast also i'm i'm so excited that this we made it through our first year (laughs) so like i said thank you guys to for supporting us Uh, i hope our community builds next year and that we have more followers um but even with the fan base we have now it's limited as it is (laughs) uh we appreciate you guys for for really uh sticking with us to the end for sure thank you guys so
1: much um we can't really do without you because we're not setting these videos on private right it's on public so unless if it is on private and my bitch just <laughs> it feels a like mi- private at this point <laughs> probably was making a mistake all this time well we appreciate you or you know really we, we do and we uh we want to gain like a family like we said earlier or like you know just like friends and and you know if you guys stuck around to the end thank you so much because these videos do take a lot of time to make and i know it kind of sounds like yada 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 but it is true and we do this with passion and it's for you right bringing you content on a- entertainment and pop culture uh for you and trying to provide you with any news that or fucking great theories that we have you know brooming up and stuff like that just thank you very much we really do
0: appreciate you um and, and thank you to all our collaborators also that you know came on to our show um and if uh, if you're also a content creator and you would be interested in uh you know sharing an episode with us please feel free to contact us we would we, we love to have a uh, uh, guest on our show also but um yes thank you again to everybody um akram if you don't have any more final thoughts um that pretty much wraps up our reflections episode so again happy new year guys uh, i hope to see you all next year um but until then thanks for having lunch, lunch with us see you next year <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, that was cute, though. That's good. We already started
0: the new year off, bad.
1: <laughs> <gasps> All right, you guys. Go away. That's it. That's the end of the video. That's it. <laughs>
0: that's uh, that's our last episode of Launchable
1: Black. <gasps> Bye-bye. <laughs>